this is podcast three in the Professional Online Presences for Students series. I'm Thomas Lancaster. Thanks for joining me for this podcast looking at LinkedIn. This is going to be one of the shorter podcasts in the series, but it's talking about a really important site, probably the most important social network when you're thinking about employability. And yet it's one that a lot of students don't know and use. LinkedIn is the largest professional social network in the world. That word professional is important here, so it's intended to be used by people who are working, by people who want to present themselves for employment, for jobs, or just to keep in contact with people within their workplace. That's the main difference from Facebook, which is more a social site, even though these are becoming quite heavily overlapped right now. LinkedIn is used extensively by employers and professionals. It's actually one of the top 20 most used sites in the whole world. Probably higher than that at the moment. It's amazing how many people log into LinkedIn on a daily basis. They keep it updated just like they would for Facebook. But they also use all the other powerful features associated with LinkedIn. And these do change regularly. So as you join LinkedIn, make sure you explore everything that's available to it. But in its most basic form, LinkedIn is an online CV for you. You register to LinkedIn, you create a profile using your real name. It will ask you where you study, your university or your school or college, or who you work for. It will ask you who you've worked for in the past, it will ask you about your qualifications, and of course, it'll ask you for a photo, which will be your professional photo, and you will fill in all this information and you will build up what is essentially a CV with very similar information. But that CV is there ready for anyone who wants to find out about you. And there are employers now who just go on LinkedIn, they search for a particular field, and they find people and they invite them to apply for jobs. There are lots of recruitment agencies that work along those principles as well. You need to think when you're developing your LinkedIn profile about the wording you use. It's really important using the keywords that people will be looking for within your field if they're searching for you to try and employ you. So if you wish to go and work in sports science, then include sports science. If you want to become a teacher, then include mentions of teaching and teacher and other associated words. It's all about optimizing your LinkedIn profile. But the profile, although really important for growing your career, is just one part of what LinkedIn can do. LinkedIn is also a networking tool. That's where the word social networking comes in. And you can network with other people. LinkedIn ranks very high in Google searches for people's names. It means that people can find you using Google and be redirected to your LinkedIn profile. That's why it is part of your professional online presence. And when you're setting up your profile or your CV, your resume, as it may be thought about in other countries, then make sure the information is public because if it's a private profile, it really defeats the object of being able to be found. You can put a limited portfolio on there as well because you can use some images. You can link to videos as well. But the connections or contacts are the important part. And on LinkedIn, you should add as many possible connections as possible to form your contacts. The very first people to add are going to be the people on your course with you. 
if they're creating LinkedIn profiles with you, they'll be looking to grow their network. But these people will be important to you in the future. Somebody who seems a bit of a loser now, in five years' time, might be running their own company, thinking about who they can employ, and they look back through their connections to the people they studied with, because they know you. You don't know who will be important in the future. I also recommend you add people who teach you and know you well, because it's got multiple benefits. They often like to stay in contact as teachers. I like to stay in contact with my graduates. I feel quite a warm connection to the people I've taught and I really want them to do well as I know the people I work with do. But these people can help because when I find out about jobs and people contact me and say, do you have any former students who be interested in this field? It gives me people I can contact. It gives you people you can contact and explore opportunities with as well. Equally important, your existing professional contacts and also personal contacts from outside your course and your university. So, for instance, these might be your current employers from your part-time jobs. They might be people you've worked for in the past. They might be family friends, family members, because they can be useful contacts as well. And you ask all these people to connect with you on LinkedIn. And the reason you ask people to connect is because you then get access through LinkedIn to your connections contacts. They're what's called a second level contact or a second degree connection. And these are really useful because you may be thinking, okay, I've got a job interview coming up at a certain firm and I have a friend of a friend through their connections who works in that firm. I could ask them for some hints. I could ask them what areas is the company trying to grow in at the moment? And that will give me some benefits when I go for the interview because I look like I'm informed. I look like I've done some preparation. And so connections can be really valuable. You can also try and connect beyond that. For instance, a lot of recruiters, people who work for recruiting forms, are really keen to add people. Uh, you may be offered a job and want to connect with other people who are going to work for the same company so you can form a community before you start to work there. You may have to move away from home and be looking for people to share a house with. All these different ways connections can be useful. Another feature which is important in LinkedIn is recommendations. They're like mini references. So if you write a recommendation for one of your connections it may be a three sentence recommendation, a three sentence reference which you can use for somebody and that mini reference is displayed on your profile. I believe you can choose to hide them if somebody gives you a bad recommendation, but I don't know why they would bother. I recommend you aim to get at least three recommendations quite quickly on your profile because that shows what you've done of benefit beyond your course. And the kind of people to ask for recommendations, people you know for your external employment, perhaps other students you've worked with in a piece of group work or worked in a team with or you've just collaborated with. Those lecturers or tutors who know you well can be great as well. It might be your personal tutor, it might be a subject tutor, but you just try and get a few recommendations on there. I would say three to five is a good number. You don't want to overdo it because you don't want to dominate your profile recommendations when there are other great things you can put on LinkedIn. Those are the standard sort of networking features of LinkedIn, but there are also the ways you can use LinkedIn, and these do change all the time, but one of my favorites are what are called LinkedIn groups,
but I would call them LinkedIn discussion forums. And you should join some of these. Join the groups which are relative to your skills and potential career. So for instance, if the company you want to work with, join their group. You'll get access to details. They will probably advertise in their group when they've got graduate training scheme places available. They'll advertise when they're looking for work. The groups will show on your profile as well, so they will show they're interested in these. You'll probably find your university has got various alumni societies, and they may have some subject societies as LinkedIn groups. Join those as well. Think about other academic subjects. If you want to go and study future courses, look at the universities will offer those courses. And think about more general groups related to placements, related to work experience, related to graduate training, and join those as well. Joining groups is only part of it because using the groups is important as well. It gets your name known. And having your name known means people remember you when there are opportunities available. So you can ask a question in the group. If you want to find out something about a company, ask. If you want to decide what to work on in the future, ask what areas of work would be useful based on your skill base and interests. If somebody asks a question and you know an answer, or you've got an opinion which isn't too controversial, then by all means answer that as well. And if you don't know the answer, but it's a quick job to look it up, then do that, because you get a few posts in these different forum threads that will really show what you can do as well. All of these different techniques of LinkedIn put together help to grow your professional and social reach, and they make your LinkedIn professional online presence even more valuable. And I will give you a caution that some companies now only advertise jobs on LinkedIn. They don't bother to advertise in newspapers. They don't buy advertising space on other websites. They use LinkedIn because they know that is a massive community which is ready to apply. And there are even jobs you can apply to directly from LinkedIn. You just push one button and your profile gets sent to the recruiter, which is why it's important having a well-written, correctly spelt profile, just the same as you would for a curriculum vitae. So do make full use of LinkedIn. It's a really valuable resource. It's entirely professional in nature, so you don't have to get worried about being distracted about talking about your personal life. Nobody expects to see it. Set up a clear profile talking about yourself with a good picture, information about your qualifications, your work experience, some sprinkled in keywords relating to what you want to do, and perhaps some portfolio examples. Network with people, make connections, add people who will be valuable for your future career and grow your profile recommendations and use the many features that are useful on LinkedIn such as the work experience opportunities are advertised and the different groups to show the areas you're interested and experienced with. LinkedIn will be really valuable as part of your professional online presence. In the next podcast, podcast number four, we're going to look instead at something which is much more personal social network which is Facebook but how this can be equally important to you when you're growing your career. I will join you again with podcast number four, looking at Facebook as part of the professional online presence.